Welcome everyone to the Psychic Wives podcast with Ginger Hendry and Jerry Karabin. Here we discuss all things energetic, spiritual, intuitive, and yes, psychic. You'll learn about things like Reiki, animal communication, mediumship, or maybe just how to manage your energy on a daily basis. We'd like this to be a place where you can come to open your mind and allow yourself to create a better version of you. It's all about everyday living with a twist. Everybody and welcome to this week's episode of the Psychic Wise. I am Jerry Carabin. And I'm Ginger Hendry. And today we are here with guest wife and previous guest. We love you. We love you. We love you, Julianne Gadziella. She is Julianne, if you had not listened to her before, she's the director of New Hampshire Metaphysical. She's a channeler, a medium, a teacher, um, and uh, a friend. Um, hi, Julianne. Want to say hi? Hi, good morning. So happy to be back. I know we love being able to kind of tap our old guests um, and have them come on and talk. Hey, I'm not that old. Watch it, Jerry. Oh, my age. You're not that old. Very young, very young. Um, and I always like to say this again Julianne was a guest in the past. So if you go to our website and you want more information about Julianne, you can find it going to thepsychicwives.com. Click on the guest page. You will find her there with all her contact information, et cetera. Um, because, like I said, she was on before doing, um, she was channeling for us. And if you haven't listened to that episode, Oh my God, it was so good. Um, and we all cried. Yeah. So, you know, you're, you know, you hit something good when you're all. Oh, thank you. And to this day, I still have the, um, cause I remember like I, we listened to it and then, you know, we did, recorded the podcast and everything and she, you channeled for each of us. Um, and then afterwards I, I went and I transcribed it so I could like keep it on my desktop. So every now and then oh, I could go. Like, how beautiful. It. But it, so it was like, I would, you know, you go and then you hit pause and did a typing, go hit pause type, you know, to me like, well, then we had a meeting afterwards. So, cause we were reading to each other. What do you think this meant? And I just, <laughs> <laughs> that's beautiful. Yeah. That's the way you really ingest channel energy. That's yeah. great. Yeah. So again, if anybody is interested in that stuff, please go back and listen to that podcast. Cause it was super cool. But today um, we are going to be talking about fire ceremony and burning bowl and like tips on how um, to, tips on how to do each. And here's the thing, there can be a, like a, a really fun aspect of it, which Julianne is really going to speak to, and then a little bit more ceremonial, but it is all fun and it is about releasing things. Um, so before, I'm, I'm not going to talk much, get into it. I'm going to let Julianne, I'm going to let you start out and go ahead and talk about Burning Bowl, explain what it is and how you do it and what it's good for. So uh, thank you so much for that intro. <laughs> These, these pandemic times are really ripe more than ever for burning bowl, fire ceremony, releasing. Um, you know, I encounter on a daily basis in my practice, I'm a full-time reader and people are operating oftentimes under sort of this veil of, I don't know, loss of hope, a bit of depression, a bit of feeling like their, their limitations are all around them. And you know, it's not forward movement juice, so to speak. So more than ever, the releasing on a regular basis, I feel is really important. And there are fun ways to do that. So whether you're releasing emotions that no longer serve you, situations that you keep finding yourself in, patterns, um, it can be a variety of things, but it's a powerful energetic ceremony uh, to release through fire and smoke and, and to go through that and as you mentioned, there's a very spiritual way uh, in the shamanic realm to do, which I, I'm going to go right back to you in a minute for. And then there's a way that you can make it more, a little more festive if the people that you really want to do this with would not be as inclined to join in on the more traditional spiritual form of it. You can make it um, a little lighter. But the bottom line is you are recognizing and honoring what blessings you have and then you're also making a list of that which no longer serves you and you release it and then you also what you're manifesting or bringing in is uh you make a list of those things that's in the simplest form 
and through you know the writing, the affirming, the burning, uh, you release. So I'm going to go over some specific ways to say your words when it comes to this. But why don't I flip over to you, Jerry, to just talk about a spiritual form of fire ceremony, what that means for you and give people some tips. Yeah, I love that. And and here's the thing. I love what you said about releasing because, okay, so we can all go and, and be w- working through our day and realizing, you know what, I keep attracting that same thing or I keep being stuck in the same thing. I've got to release this. Yeah, It really isn't. And it really is different than just saying, sitting here in your office or sitting on your bed or sitting in a chair and just saying, you know what, I got to let go of this. Poof, I'm letting go of this. Yeah. It really is way, way, way more powerful yes. when you incorporate fire into whether it's like you said, a real serious ceremony or a fun, you know, we're drinking a glass of wine while we're burning stuff ceremony. Do, do you know what I mean? Yes. Um, and so my background of it was, um, is shamanic training. I'm a shamanic practitioner and I went to, we call it shaman school. <laughs> um, <laughs> and fire ceremony is huge in shamanic tra- uh, tradition. Um, before I would go for like week long classes and you would have a big fire ceremony. There would be like 50 people in class and you're outside with a big, big fire and you're chanting and you're drumming and rattling and, and um, beautiful. And it's, it, it really is beautiful, but it is also a lot of fun because it's really super interesting. You start this fire and it does go on for a while. Again, 50 people, you're blowing into sticks. Um, and I guess, I guess what we should do, let's talk about it a little bit. And then I'm going to go to you and you can kind of pace us through like what okay. you would do. And then I'll do the same thing like on my end. Um, okay. But it really can get, it's amazing the shift in energy that you feel around a fire and around ceremony. So even though we are in this big shamanic ceremony with these these people and everything, you can like feel the energy of the group shift. And at the end, it can almost get kind of sassy. You know what I mean? And people are like, you know, swaying. And Freedom. Like dancing around. <laughs> it's like really, it's really kind of wild to watch the shift um, from the beginning yeah. of a fire ceremony to the end of the fire ceremony. But yes, in the shamanic tradition, it is absolutely the same way that Julianne is talking about. It is a way for you to release, um, you know, we you're blowing into, I, Julianne, you might be talking about writing stuff down on paper or stuff like that, because that's mm-hmm. a way that we do it. But for us, it's like you're taking sticks in the woods, you get a stick and that's bringing nature into it as well. And you're blowing into the stick, the things that you want to release and literally holding a stick to your mouth and blowing it in. And that's what you're placing um, into the fire. Um, and then there's another stick that is going around of blowing in, this is what I want. So same thing, just different um, ways to do it, but with that really, really, really super, super, super powerful um, fire in there. And then I want to, somebody remind me um, to ho- hopefully throw this in there. Um, you know, we're talking fire ceremony and bowl and blah, blah, blah. You know, I've done fire ceremony at my house in my sunroom with a candle. You know what I mean? Because it's, you know, you know, it was pouring rain outside and, and, you know, it was just easier to do with, with a candle. And I'm literally using like a toothpick blow it as my stick. Do you know what I'm saying? So it doesn't have to be this big thing. So Jerry, can right. I ask you a question about that? Yeah. So it's the same in, in shamanic, is it um, intention? Is it intention based? So when you say I could use a toothpick, I could use a stick. Oh yeah, absolutely. Fire. Absolutely intention based. And um, uh, it, the fire is, is absolutely the most important part of it. I'll talk later how we, we coax the fire into what we call a friendly fire. Um, but yes, you can absolutely, um, use a stick and in the shamanic tradition. Yeah, you can do it anytime. Um, but it's very powerful for us. We do it on new moon and full moon, like new moon and full moon fire ceremony, whether it's with a candle or outside in your fire pit or with 50 people, um, new moon and, and full moon, but yeah, totally intention-based, totally intention-based. And, um, I want to use the word raw, but I don't mean like, you know, like that, but you know, like Julianne, when somebody's sitting there and you're doing the burning bowl, even if you are sitting there and you're like, you know, whoo, like having a good time or whatever, boy, when you're writing those things down, your intention is really pretty strong. Does that answer Correct. your question, Ginger? Like, yeah. Yes. Yes. Cool. 
So Julianne, tell us a little bit about- um, Well, you've covered some wonderful things so far. Um, for those of you who live by yourself, oftentimes people will say, do I have to be in a group? And no, you don't. I believe where two or more are gathered, it's true. The energy is stronger. And I always advocate doing such in, a, in with at least one other or several people, but you can do it by yourself. And if you live by yourself, you're in an apartment, you can simply find a burn friendly container, a metal or glass bowl. You know, if you don't have access to a fire pit, fireplace, wood stove, gas grill, or, you know, outdoor grill, that kind of thing. Um, and you light a candle and you can take what's called, you can buy wish paper. Mm. Um, or you can just take little pieces of tissue paper and um, it, take a pen or pencil. And, and when, you, when you write, I'm going to get to the list in a minute, but it doesn't even matter that you're actually writing it all out on the little piece of paper because your intention is that you're putting that thought into it. Yes. And yeah. then you, you can just uh, roll up the little piece of paper and burn that. And it's like a little poof. It doesn't start a fire alarm or anything. Yeah. So there's a modified version you can do at home. I don't, I've not been trained. I'm not shamanic. I uh, don't have a shamanic background and don't I find that fascinating what you're saying about the blowing in the wood. Yeah. I've only been uh, trained to do it in the way where you write it out and you burn the pieces of paper out. And so for that, no matter which way you do it, it's really important to make lists first. I think it's really good to make a master list. And for me, I do it in three categories. I do a list of what you're most grateful for at this time in your life. And you have to decide what you're doing the burning bowl for. Yeah. I see you have very set times, Jerry. For me, I believe that at any point of transition, if you are in a period where you're trying to release thoughts, emotions, situations, you know, anything that's no longer serving you, patterns, uh, behaviors, uh, you have to decide in your mind, what, am, am I just in general for my whole life doing this? Or am I doing it for the year coming or for the period I just passed? So you kind of get the intention of what it's for. And you first make a list of what you're grateful for. That could be a new job, a relocation, a new love, mm. a health scare that turned out to be nothing or a health scare that you got over from. And, but it's important that you state it in a way of like me, me, my stuff. Like I'm grateful for <laughs> my friend Jane's recovery from addiction, my dad's chronic health concern taking a turn, my work accomplishment, my losing five pounds, my partner's devotion after a period of stress between us, you know, my paying off a credit card, hmm. whatever area it's like, you want to write it out in terms of because it's you, you it's only what your effect is. The second list, and then we're going to, I'll tell you how we work with these lists after. The second list and, and the really pressing and really important one is burning out what you're ready to let go of. Yeah. And that's really making a list of what you're ready to let go of at this time in your life. And that could be disappointment with yourself and others, old hurts, grievances, hard hearts that have played out, grudges. Your own, you know, people, we all have our own secret store of hurts, undoing, shame, things we don't feel good about ourselves for. We wish we'd let go. You know, it's really important to sit first and think what would be great that I'm carrying with me to let go of. Yes. And you kind of have to acknowledge that you have control over releasing their effect on you. So this list would be things like, my inability to let go of, you know, my allowing. I have a whole list here. Um, I love the idea of the list. I love it. Yeah. Well, then it's in your consciousness. And as you're blow it blowing, even if you're at your big fire yeah. and don't aren't holding the list, it's in your consciousness. Yeah. My yeah. refusal to dot, 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 my allowing dot, 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 my not allowing, my accepting, my not accepting this person, this situation, whatever, my inviting in, my continuing, my giving up on, my launching. I, I love this. I, this is my baby. This is what I'm letting go of. I yeah. do this a lot. My keeping my eyes closed to this situation, my launching, my not, my continuing, my insisting, my ignoring, my rejecting, my fear of, my withdrawal from, my refusing to, my holding back, my making excuses for it. So my procrastinating around. So if you make a master list of all these things, you're acknowledging that you're in control of the effect they have on you. So if I'm in a relationship 
that isn't healthy for me. I'm not going to, well, I could take that person's picture and burn it. It would make me feel good. <laughs> Perhaps. What do they call that? It, those, those dolls? The, the dolls. <laughs> yeah. Voodoo dolls. Voodoo but dolls, it's not right. going to change anything. Yes. It, you know, I hate my job. I've done burning bowl ceremonies for people and they throw their business cards and I hate my boss. I hate my job. That's, you know, that makes you feel good in the moment, but that's not going to change. It's really, I'm letting go of my need for this job. Yes. My desire, my feeling, I have to hang on to this job. My not attracting in the correct job. My not speaking my truth in my job. My not looking at my job correctly. So you know, those what, me, kind me, of statements. Let me jump yeah. in for a second about this list because I love this because of this thing. The fact that you're writing down these lists, it almost makes you hone in a little bit because you're doing some, you know, you might say something about, you know, my job and then you can't, you start to list things about that and it really hones you in on what the actual yeah. issue is. So I love this list thing. I've never thought of it like that, but it's brilliant. It's brilliant. Well, well, uh, and you can find a it, theme or something, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, oh, it does. God. And yeah. and the thing with the list is um, what you're going to wind up doing after. And the third part is um, what I'm calling inner manifesting. And I'll yeah. get to that in a sec. But once you make the list in the way I do it, you take um, like small index cards, you leave the list alone and you rewrite it on little index cards. If you've got a fireplace, a gas grill, a bonfire, you know, something that you can pitch a card into, but um, you rewrite them and you decide from those master lists, what am I actually willing today to do? Like, this is all too much stuff. It's good to make your big list, but what am I actually in the next moon cycle, in this time frame? what am I really willing to work on letting go of? You know, what am I really accepting in? And maybe it's one or two things off your list. Yeah. You know, some people say, oh, I make a list and I burn it. That's it. Well, that's really asking a lot of the universe. Yes. And yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, it's like spiritual. People say, I don't know what class to take. Well, I love everything. I love palmistry. I love mediumship. I'm like, pick one. Yeah. You know, I'm at a Chinese restaurant. I'm at the buffet table. Well, do you pile your plate high? Or do you decide what you can have this time and come back the next time? So I think there's a lot of discernment. This is a test of discernment on what is the most important. The third list is what you're calling in and manifesting to yourself. So, you know, what you're manifesting can be my achieving the following goals, my allowing, you know, my friend's recovery um, from cancer, my, my marriage, my marriage taking a turnaround, my releasing finally, it's sort of the opposite of the second list, but it doesn't have to be. Mm -hmm. It can be my new job, my accomplishing, my new health initiative, my releasing, my starting, my finishing. And it's funny, it's very similar to the second list. But again, this, when you burn this out, you're, you're sealing in Mm -hmm. this intention. The second one is you're letting go through fire and it's releasing in the smoke. And the first one is a grateful acknowledgement and that's creating the fiber of the ceremony is in what you're grateful for first. It's always wonderful to anchor in that. I love that. So I say, you know, you have to be really on top of what you're, you're ready when you make your cards. It's like, okay, I'm sitting with all this. Gosh, I have a lot. Okay. What am I going to choose? So let me give you an example about being ready. I was in a relationship Oh, I don't know. This must have been 10 years ago. And I, I it just wasn't going to serve me any longer. I knew it wasn't for me long term, but it was comfortable. So I have a group of girls. We do burning bowls every couple months together. And so I wrote, you know, my need for and I wrote his name and I wrote like three different sentences on him. But uh, I and we were outside on a, a porch on a gas grill. Fine, fine, fine. We're cleaning up. And I thought I was ready to release this energy, right? We're cleaning up and I see the little piece of paper. I just see his name in the corner of the grill. Oh man. And I'm like, what? So we get together three months later. Same thing. We're doing our thing. We're writing our papers. This time it's a sleepover and we're at a wood stove. I'm like, yes, it can't mess up with a wood stove. There's flame. There's big flame. Yeah. Yeah, it's going. Sure enough, the next morning we get up cleaning up. There's oh, corner of the, there it is. <laughs> so again, we do this quarterly. 
and um, so that we wind up back on my girlfriend's porch and it's now three months later. So now we're nine months into this. I took a fire poker and I stuck the on index the card it, on the like poker a, like a and I held it a fire. <laughs> and you know what? That was it. I was ready. But I, I think that that ceremony helped me each time to set it in my head that kept reinforcing that I needed it to go. Yeah. Wow. That is cool. That is So cool. I say be ready um, and don't be hard with yourself if yes. what you put in hasn't come to be because perhaps it isn't quite your time, but it's the intention. You're setting the intention. You know how it is with energy. We right. have to put our intention out. It's like a vision board. I believe a burning, uh, a fire ceremony or burning bowl is as potent as when you do uh, vision boards. Yeah. And for those of you who like vision boards, do them on a mirror. Oh my gosh. The energy of the mirror just multiplies and multiplies. Oh, that's and if, cool. I never if thought you, of that. That's oh, if you want to get smacked in the face with things happening fast, put a vision board oh, on Oh, that is a We great just idea. did our last pod, well, two podcasts ago. We yeah. did vision board, Jerry and I. So yeah. that's funny. Oh, did you? And I've always bought a mirror. That's brilliant. That is Turbo. I, I did it for the first time in January because someone had told me this and I'm like, well, I never did it like that. Oh my gosh. Like everything on that board. It, it's like when I, I have it off the kitchen by a table I work at a lot. And sometimes I can't even sit there. The energy coming off the mirror is okay. so strong. I have a client I told this to. It was really cute. She, she's got a two-year-old. She was trying to potty train and she said, and we were talking vision boards in our session and she, she's, um, she goes, okay, I've got to try this. I'm desperate. I'll try anything. She, so she texts me a couple hours later. She goes, you're not going to believe this. I haven't had time to do a full vision board, but I just taped that intention up on my bathroom mirror. Do you know he's gone twice? And so oh. she, goes, <laughs> she goes, you're right. It's the mirror. <laughs> so, oh my God. That's so great. I never, so even when we're talking about this, let me just Think, I don't know if this is a stupid question or not, but when, when we're setting intentions this way, the intention is more about your attachment or your feeling about whatever it is. And if you can um, release that feeling or release that, um, I guess, feeling, then the manifestation will come. Yes, you know what, because that's the only thing you can control. Yeah. I can't control the guy I want to not be in relationship for. Right. I can't control my boss or my job. I'm at their mercy. I can't. All I can control is my reaction to my allowing my this or that. I can only my vibration to things is all I can sever or not. So I think I've talked to a lot of people who do fire ceremonies and they don't do it in the way I'm talking about, like, and that what you just said, Ginger, about you know, in that manner. And they're wondering why it's not really happening because they're asking the universe to like take things away and do yeah. things, but it's not that energetic link. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's, it's interesting because this is on a, a, a little bit different, but I had a situation where I um, was stuck in a situation and I ended up going to a therapist and I didn't yeah. want to go to the therapist because I thought I'm going to be going for the rest of my life yeah, <laughs> because <tough. laughs> there's no way I'm going to, I can't fix this. Yeah. And I went and did this one little modality with me, which was breaking um, a thought pattern. And she, yeah. and she did something that I've been dealing with for years. And when I left there, I felt disconnected from it. My situation never changed, but I did. And I could, yes. And it, and it did eventually change, but and you know, that's unbelievable. A, that's a really cool thing. I'm glad that you use the word modality actually, because you could definitely look at burning bowl or fire, you know, any fire ceremony as a, modality. Do you yes. Because yeah. most of the stuff we do, it is really, when it comes down to it, really is about releasing things that are no longer serving us or releasing attachments to things that are no longer serving us, releasing blockages, releasing um, stuff. That kind so of this, thing. this situation that I worked with, um, I was like five or six sessions in and we would just sort of sit looking at each other. And she said, you know, if you want to come back and talk at any time you can, but <laughs> we're done here honest to God, i thought i'd be going for years yeah exactly so, that is wonderful that is really that's cool. what this speaks to yeah yeah well think about parenting though now that you say that ginger what do we teach our kids we tell them don't do this this isn't good for you because of that if we even say that it's well just don't do it 
how often do we as parents say, you know what, you're, you think you need this, but if you could, you know, if we work on that, if you decide you don't need that, honey, if you this, if you break the thought pattern or mm-hmm. decide energetically, then maybe it does sink in quicker. Yeah. I'm not sure how much we think of phrasing it or putting it in that manner. Right. Which yeah. as child rearing. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you know, the, the, the bigger, uh, you know, burning bowl, again, you can do it anywhere. And I did want to speak to like um, the reason shamans do, you know, new moon and full moon is because energy, you know, is really big at new moon and full moon, but yes, uh-huh. you can do it anytime. You know? Anytime you want to release, you know, a lot of people do it year end, month end, but yeah. you know, anybody getting, you know, a divorce, anybody that's in stress about a job right now, a lot of people are doing it just to relieve. I tell them, you know, get, get this coat, this pandemic yeah. m- uh, malaise off of yourself, yeah. this morass yeah. you feel in yeah. and this, this, this feeling disconnected more and more lately. I'm talking to people around COVID stuff when it comes to this releasing, this feeling is so insular, this feeling unconnected, this feeling like they can't say hello in the grocery store when someone, you know, walks by you. Normally it's like, hi, you know what those little hellos to strangers yeah. we do and this and that people have stopped doing that. They, are, they turn their eyes down. They've got a mask on. And like, this is eating away at people. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, you know, we have to reclaim this. Well, I have to start saying with my mask on, hi, thank you, whatever, uh, to the stranger, because that's part of our human contact, yeah. you know, and for it's enough isolation that we're at home so much. But when we're, when we are out to not be having those, even the chit chat in the grocery store, when your cart's behind the other one and you're chit chatting about the magazine or mm-hmm. what's in the cart, or you're, you're making small talk you know, while you're waiting in line with the stranger, that's gone. Yeah. I do feel that, um, yeah, like uh, just the whole 2020 in general, it's a great thing for fire ceremony. Do you know what I mean? Like, I mean, yeah, that so whole, the releasing all that, 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 release that, that came up. And I want to talk a little bit about the, how we do it in like a great fire ceremony. And again, just as good to do it alone or in, in, you know, I agree with Julianne, it's better if you have, you know, two or more or something like that, because it just builds the energy a little bit. It's kind of like yep. the mirror thing that you just talked about. I mean, you get a bunch of people energetically like releasing stuff. Magnifies it. Yeah. And bringing good stuff in. So in the shamanic fire ceremony, it is, um, again, I'm used to doing it with, you know, 50 people around me, but I've had them here at my house with, you know, 10 people, uh, you know, and, and just as good. So, um, yeah you know, start the fire and the, um, I guess you'd call it lead shaman or whatever. (laughs) Um, I had said this before, we're coaxing the fire into like friendly fire. So again, this is more ceremonial, um, but you start the fire and everybody's around in a circle and there is a chant that we say. And if you have, there are drums sometimes and there are little um, rattles that people yeah. are doing. And that just helps again, raise the energy. And it, it's not this, it's how you feel when you're sitting here and a whole group of people doing this rhythmic rhythmically, do you know what I mean? It really, you're mm-hmm. just like, Whoa, you like really, it's almost like you kind of almost after a while in these ceremonies, it's almost like you're here and then you're not here and then you're here and then you're not here. And I'm not saying like, you know, we're not doing drugs or anything like that, but it's yeah. like your mind goes to these different places, but it's a great thing because your mind goes to, um, I, I know this is going to sound weird, but it's almost like your mind, you become you, you become you know you're here, you know we're here for a reason. You're staring at the fire, you're chanting, you're using the, the you're listening to drums and you're using a rattle. And it's kind of like all of the fake you goes away. Um, and I don't mean fake you sounds, sounds rough, but it's like you become equal to your higher source or something. I don't even know how else to say it, but you really become authentically you standing there. And I keep saying yeah. this, Ginger and I have been saying this the past couple of times, you're authentically you warts and all. So you're sitting there, you're doing this. And the, the, um, what we do is we have olive oil um, and we, in the, sh- in the shamanic tradition, the directions are very important. Winds of the South, the West, the North, East, um, Mother Earth, 
grandfather, son, or grandfather, moon, whatever. Um, so you, that's, those are very important. So you're feeding the fire, you're walking around with a little olive oil and you're giving it this, these get this gift of this olive oil and um, still chanting, still chanting. In the meantime, this is the, the part, like the paper part with Julie, everybody has a stick. Um, you bring sticks to the fire. Some people bring more than one stick. I always bring one stick, but it, but it's like, I go out into the woods and I like, oh, there's my stick. You know what I mean? And I know that's <laughs> but it's like, there's Your stick, stick calls to you. It calls yeah. to you. It's just like yeah. anything. It's just like going into a crystal store. Oh, there's my thing, you know? Yeah. So you're blowing in all those things that Julianne was talking about, like what you want to release, what is no longer serving you. And it's not like, I, for me, when you're in that ceremony and again, hearing the drumming and the rattling and stuff, it, it's coming easily because I'm kind of opening up. I'm saying God, spirit, universe, be with me right now. Um, you know, help me realize what are the, what the things are that I'm attached to or need to release. And I always say this for me before ceremony, we open sacred space. So you're saying to, you know, the four winds and mother earth and the moon and the sun, you know, hold sacred space for us yeah. so I can let go and I can be completely safe and free to acknowledge these things that aren't serving me in a safe environment. Um, I, I definitely want to say this one part, which is really cool about that safe environment. So once the fire is what we call friendly, and it's so funny because I have so many people say like, how do you know when it's friendly? I'm like, you just know. You're walking around fire, you just know. And even my husband, it's funny, like we do fire ceremony, just the two of us in the backyard in our fire pit. And he'll say, that's friendly, isn't it? And I'll say, yes, it is. <laughs> you know what I mean? So he's Great. like, Ooh, it just kind of turned friendly, didn't it? And I said, it did. <laughs> Good for you. You know? So anyway, you're blowing into this stick or whatever. And then what happens is once that fire is friendly, we approach it from those directions. So you'll have like off and around mine. Cause my, I have a patio, um, that the fire pit sits on. So I have cushions. So I put a cushion that faces a cushion to the south, the west, the north, the east. So four people at a time can go up to the fire if you have a large group and you just kneel in front of the fire and you, um, when you're done blowing that stick, you present it into the fire. Here's a really cool thing when you're doing it in like a big group, whenever you go and you kneel at that fire and you put that stick in, somebody goes behind you and they just stand behind you holding space. And it's just the coolest thing because you're in, it's, it's almost like a vulnerable position. Here you are kneeling in front of this fire with all this stuff in this yeah. thick and you can kind of feel a little bit raw. So this person is behind you like holding space um, and you burn that in the fire. Um, and then you kind of go back to your spot. Now here's another, the cool thing. So we only do the one stick that you want to release. But when you're in a group, we pass around a stick called the Pachamama stick. And this is a, a group stick that you blow what you want into. So everybody's intentions are in this one like bigger stick and it just passes around the group. And at the end, ceremonially, the youngest in the group and the oldest in the group will together take that Pachamama stick that has all the wishes and wants and, and desires of everybody in the group and place it into the stick, like together those two. And it really does, I said before how cool it is because you can feel the energy and what and what like you know there's times when it's almost like you can it's almost a little slower and there's times when it's like you know and nobody's saying hey pick up the pace or anything it's just this natural yeah. energetic like amazing yeah it sounds beautiful it is so 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 beautiful um and again the they the one of the reasons the reasons we do it on um new moon and full moon is because it's like it's just an energetic um, kind of thing. It's a big, big, big part of the shamanic tradition. And, and after you, it's like, I walk away from fire ceremony and I'm like, <sighs> you know yeah, what I mean? Relief. It's like this, yeah. this like, ah, you know, and I, yeah. Can I just ahead. ask a question, Jerry, when you're doing the fire ceremonies, everybody there has different intentions, right? You're working Absolutely. as a group and everybody's holding up. And 
with you, Julian, it sounds like, well, no, you could do, I guess you still could do it in a group, but it's more like well, a no. small gathering or do it for yourself or? It's, people generally do them in groups. Jerry brought up, we circle back. So if you were doing what is not a more traditional fire ceremony, if you have friends over and it's just a, a, people are having their drinks and playing music and there's high energy, but they brought their list or you sit together around the table and you make the list, then you do your cards, you do or don't share about it with people. It depends right. on the group. But then you would all go up. First, people would go up and and burn what they're the blessings they have. So depending on the fire, a couple people would go up at once and put it in or one at a time, depending on the space. But you would take care of that first. And then you would take turns or go up in small groups with what you're releasing and burn that. And then the same thing for the third. So it is definitely a group activity. Some hostesses send uh, instructions out first. So people actually walk in with their lists. Others, that's part of why they're gathering. They're like, we're gathering to burn this out. And invariably there's a prayerful piece. Yeah. And I always make sure there's candles on the table that you're yeah. burning. And usually there's some sense of spirituality around it. I don't mean it just to be like, there's none of that, but it isn't for some people to go to the degree of uh, deep spirituality that Jerry's talking about is overload for them. Absolutely. So, yeah, that's so you have to gauge your audience because yeah. it's about the energy of intention. At the end of the day, how you do it is irrelevant. It's about you, I believe, um, that it's really about you having this energy of intention yeah. and using fire yeah. to accelerate it and to acknowledge it. And by keeping a master list, you can look back over time and you can say, man, I actually did release that. I, I, you know what? That's why I say never burn your list. Keep your list, add to it, change it. Yeah. And what's interesting is listing. If you're in a tight group and you can share some of what you're, you're writing, that can be very powerful because I've been in groups where people are like, oh, wow, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. And I want to add that. Oh, my gosh. So that can happen as well. So and, really, it's about all of you ushering in intention and releasing. Yeah. And what Julian said, um, like she, okay, so she does like a prayer, some sort of prayer or whatever. Yeah. That's in our thing. That's us opening sacred space. So we're talking yeah. the same thing here. We really, really right. are talking the same thing here. It's just yeah. that I've been, I'm with this big group of shamans. You know what I mean? And this is yeah. how we taught. It's the same thing. The other thing that I wanted to throw out is, um, so uh, if you're, if you go to, um, you know, a fire ceremony and you're a, uh, so, okay, so I won't say that. I was going to say a regular person. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, always a like, I'm always like, I'm not a regular person. I'm just not. And I have no problem with that. But um, here's the thing. When you go to a fire ceremony, if you are a shamanic practitioner, if you have, I'm holding up my mesa here. Um, and so obviously if this is not on YouTube, you can't see, but anyway, it's a bundle and it's called a Mesa and a, sh a shaman holds a Mesa and it's got, well, we have Kuyas in it, which are stones, uh, that we use when we work with clients. So when I'm at a fire ceremony, I always have my Mesa with me because at the end I blow my stick in, um, I will have my Mesa with me up to the fire and I will take my Mesa and, and, and put it three times like kind of over briefly through the fire because the fire is so positive that it's in, it's, it's energizing and cleansing my Mesa every time I do that too. The other thing that I do that, that's a cool thing that you can do is I will be up at the fire and I will reach into the fire with my hands. Now I'm not telling everybody to put your hands in the fire. You know what I mean? You know how you have a candle and you can like flick your finger through it and you're not going to get burned. <laughs> you know, I kind of go like this and I, you know, go to my chakras and I pull that in to yeah, beautiful releasing. Yeah. You know, pull a and little clearing. bit of firepower into each and I get to my third eye and crown and just kind of go up and over my head. So it's almost like bathing in in fire, in the ceremony, in, and it's almost like to me a, I don't know why, but it's almost like a thank you yeah, to the fire. And I think my point of all that is um, fire is so, so, so powerful. But again, it does not, you can do that with a candle. 
You can do that with a glass of wine in your hand. You can do that. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be this big thing with 50 people on a massive bonfire. No, it's about some people. They love the ritual of that that seed something. It it reminds me most of, you know, like you can say, uh, say say in traditional religion, and I'm thinking Catholic because we're all Catholic or you and I are Catholic. Um, I can say prayers or I can do my rosaries. For some reason, rosary has a ritual that appeals more to me. That's what this feels like. The intention is still the same. The end result is still the same. It's the ritual of the way we do it that, you know. And I love what Julianne said that some people could be, because it can be emotional. It can can overload. Absolutely be emotional. So I can totally get that some people, you know, the first time I was in fire ceremony, I was like, yeah, this isn't going to work for me. Do you know what I mean? Because it was so big (laughs) and overpowering and raw and whatever. And now it's like, I crave it. But yes, some people that's too much and it has to be a little bit, you know, lighter or something or not as big a group or just with a, you know, a a wood stove or, um, or something like that. So the point that we're saying that is it doesn't matter how you do it, but if you do it, I think you're gonna feel it. Do you know what I'm saying? Do you agree with that, Julianne? Like you feel it. Yeah, absolutely. You feel a great release. You feel great about yourself. You feel the release positively. Yeah. And you feel like for me, you, I feel, um, I I don't want to say clean because that's, it's not like I was going in dirty or anything, but you know what I mean? Like you feel, um, cleansed. I'll say that, um, cleanse. I bet it feels like church to some people. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. More some more ritual than not, but right. Um, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking now. How can I do this? Because I really need to do it. You mentioned <laughs> the wish paper. Where, like, where would people? Circles of Wisdom sells wish paper. Okay, or and you can it, get it online. Wish paper, just like really thin tissue type. Yeah, but you can yeah. just buy tissue paper and do little pieces, or they have an actual wish paper, and it usually just goes in a little poof. And I'll send you the document I have around it with the words that I advocate using the Mimi my mice, and you're welcome to share that. Yeah, that's cool. We could definitely share that on, on the Facebook page. Yeah. And I have done it. Like I said, like it's okay. It's a, it's a full moon, but it's um, you know, February and it's, you know, pouring rain where I am and cold and I'm not going to go sit out and do a fire ceremony. So I will have like, you know, a, a big, like a bowl with just a, big candle in the middle of it. So it's protected. I'm not sitting there holding, you know, and, and, and yes, little, um, for me, I'm blowing into a toothpick, you know, and then burning the toothpick and, you know, and what I'll do sometimes with a thicker candle is because you can't like put the, it in the fire, I'll, you know, blow into it and I'll burn the end of the toothpick and then I'll like stick it in right next to the wick. So it's burning, um, that away, but yeah, the tissue paper is a brilliant idea. So you could really yep. just, do this well um, because each thing is separate i think it's important to burn each thought separately yes. because some of them take and some of them don't and then i'm conscious of the fact that i put them in individually for some reason that works for me but everybody's yeah. different so it's like whatever appeals to you it's all about just burn your intentions out and in and and seal in what your gratitude and your blessings honor all the advances you've made lately and you know, look back and thank yourself in ceremony uh, for all the gains you've made. We forget to look back and thank ourselves for all uh, the progress we've made. I love that you said that because that is so true. It's don't go into this, please don't ever anybody go into this. Like I suck. I'm a bad person. I got to get rid of my shit. You right. know what I mean? Don't go into it like that. Go yeah. into it like, and that's why I love what you're, we're saying the list, Julianne, and they, I appreciate this and I appreciate this. So, cause it's, cause you're, you're looking at all the aspects of yourself. Hey, I'm really good in this spot. Not so good in this spot. This is what I'm grateful for. This is what I want to release because it's all about going into it. Like I want to become the best version of me that I can. It's not going into it saying I need to fix me. Right. Would you guys agree to that? Like, yeah, I keep saying in calls, I've had um, a couple of calls um, this week already that I keep saying the word fix comes up. And every time the word fix comes out of my mouth, I'm pulled back like, no, not fix. Why am I saying fix? And I've like said it like twice already this week in a client and I'm thinking and I pulled myself back. No, (laughs) wait, we don't have to fix. So there's a message in there for me somewhere about the fixing. 
because it keeps coming up. So I keep trying to say, nobody needs to be fixed. You, you know, we just, you know, let's just release the things that aren't serving us and move forward in a better way. Right. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. I, think, yeah. I think this last year, like you said, 2020 was just a year like no other in our lifetime, oh, yeah. right? And so yeah. when people feel like they are stuck, it is the feeling around it, not actually being stuck. If I, if I'm, yeah, yeah. I feel like I am because I can't do this. And then you look at this and you're like, that's just a feeling. Yeah, I'm <laughs> feeling this way because I'm perceiving the situation in a right. certain way. I'm perceiving the situation in a certain way. So I'm feeling this way. So yeah, it's, that's a good point, you know? And you know, you know how people say, you know, you can't make this shit up. You could not make 2020 up. You could yeah, make I it know. up you tried. Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that, um, and it also has, you know, I'm going to go a little bit deep here, but Ginger and you and I touched on it with the vision boards. Okay. So we were talking about vision boards and we were talking about how it can be anything. I'm totally into the mirror thing now. I'm like, oh my God, you know, but anyway, we were talking about how it could be a notebook by your bed or whatever. So suppose you have a notebook by your bed and everything in the morning, you wake up and you look at this notebook by your bed, all the things that you love and want to manifest and give in light, as Ginger says, light you up all this, like whatever. So that's how you start your day. Like, oh my God, do you know what I mean? Instead of reaching over and picking up your phone and looking at your email, you start your day with these like amazing possibilities about your life, okay? So when we're doing that, we have just instantly raised our vibration. Now we are going out into the world with a raised vibration, okay? Yeah. This is like, you could look at it with all these different modalities and sort of what I had said, like after ceremony, I feel like cleansed, I feel, oh, I feel, and that's what it is. My vibration is raised and now I'm going out into the world like that. So I know I'm getting deep here, but after 2020, why don't we all do these things that can raise our vibration, therefore bringing that into the world? You know yeah. what I mean? Was that too deep? Yeah, <laughs> that's beautiful. Did I get out of hand? Yeah, yeah. No, I think that's who we are. I think, I, I love the burning mole and I, I yes. hadn't, I had not that I haven't heard of it. I've heard that term, but I was more in shamanic. Yeah. Term, yeah. The ritual and the ceremony. So it did not really occur to me that we could do that. or we should do that. Or it'd be great to do that in yeah. a smaller. Yeah. Place. Yeah. And, and I've done that before too, where it's like, you we've gone to a party and Oh, before we, we start libations, we're, we're having a little ceremony. And it was just a big bowl on the ground in the carport and everybody had little pieces of paper and, and, and <clears throat> it changed the rest of the night, you know, cause we were all in this, like, I don't know how to describe it, but you just feel good. Right. You just feel good. Right. You feel good. So you've been doing this for a long time, Julianne. So um, you said you, you do it with friends and whatnot on a quarterly basis. How long have you, um, cause now you're teaching this, right? There are classes. Yes. Well, people actually would hire, hire me to come do burning bowls for them. And I'm always like, you don't need me there. Okay. I can tell you how to do this. Yeah. I used to do that years ago. And now I'm like, no, you don't need me there. This is not hard work. You yeah. can do yeah. this yourself. Yeah. I don't know how long I, I've done it. I've done it for a long time. And I like what you said. There's no wrong way to do this. As right. long as you're coming in with the intention of releasing what is no longer serving you Correct. in a loving, respectful way to yourself. Do you know what I mean? There's no wrong way to do it. Cause I've had the same thing. People say like, okay, after I do this, what do I do? And I'm like, what are you called to do? Do you know what I mean? Like right. just do what yeah. you feel, do your fire ceremony, not my fire ceremony. You know what I mean? Like it's, there's no wrong, um, way to do it if you just get the intention of it yeah yeah good conversation right yeah yeah that I'm was so great glad that julianne i'm so glad because you were the one that thought of this topic well it's beautiful having the shamanic you know added in i love that yeah. so i'll send you my uh, i'll send you my papers and you know maybe you want to blend it in with, with whatever you have yeah but i wish everybody well on this releasing it's yes. it's a potent time for it Yes. It's a very potent time for it. Again, if everybody could could do that and eventually oh, we could write those intentions and things we want to release on those masks 
and shove those masks in the fire. We could do that eventually. <laughs> One of these days, maybe. You know or you mean? could write them on anything. I do pieces yeah. of paper, but you can do it in any way. Yeah, you could do it anyway. Like I said, the I same know. as you can write them on a prayer flag and hang them. You yeah. know, on the. Oh, I love that. You know? yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. great, thank okay. you. Julian, thank you so much for being thank here you. and talking to us. And and yeah, those papers are great. And we so appreciate that um, because again- Thank you is, for having me. Yeah, this is just such a great thing for people to, because I think one of the reasons I love the, the topic that we brought this up is I don't think people even know that this is a thing. Do, it can easily I mean? be done at home. Yeah, without any special at home. training. Um, yeah, and I don't think people know that this is a thing, but it is absolutely 100% a thing, so- um, thank you again, Julianne. Thank we appreciate you. it. Thank you so much for being Welcome. Here. Thank you. As usual, everybody, you know where to find us, thepsychicwives.com. Um, our, uh, both of our websites, our, uh, Facebook page at, um, what are we at the psychicwives.com. Um, and, and again, for information from Julianne, she has been a guest with us before. Go to the psychicwives.com, go to the guest page, and you will find all her information there. Um, and so thank you, thank you, thank you, everyone. And we will talk to you soon. Bye. Okay, bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Psychic Wives podcast with Ginger Hendry and Jerry Carabin, where we discuss everyday living with a twist. To learn more about us, please visit our website at www.thepsychicwives.com. You can also follow us on Facebook at The Psychic Wives. If you would like to support us, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. And feel free to share our episodes with anyone you feel would benefit from listening. Sending you all peace, love, and light.